Hello and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you're welcome to this channel. To all new subscribers, I'd like to welcome you and to old subscribers, you're also welcome. Please take a moment to check the description box um, below and see what today's video is about. It's always good to stop, pause, find out what it is that you're watching. The links are there and everything else that you need so that you can read the prophecy afterwards. If the video is not clear, please check the three dots menu at the top or just below at the YouTube bar, you'll see a little wheel. Click that and click the word quality and then upgrade the video to 720p or 1080p so that it's clear and you have a good picture to watch. So today, as I was just spending time with the Lord to find out what video I should make, I, I'm making the America series, so I'm currently making a series of videos that is focused on the United States specifically. I've shared that that is the bulk of the prophecies that I received and continue to receive from the Lord. Not everything is posted, but whatever God tells me to make public, that's what you'll find on the Master's Voice. So today, what the Lord led me to share is more focused on our current reality, and it's a reality that I would say is not only affecting the United States per se, but it's affecting nations around the world. We're all current, currently in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic. This uh, particular experience has hit all the nations of the world hard, even though some nations have been harder hit than others. There's some nations that are not really experiencing the harshness and the death toll of COVID-19, and yet there's some nations that are really, really going through it. So today's prophecy is called, The Summer is Past. And I received this word just before Halloween. Now you might be watching this video in any part of the world. It's not all the nations of the world that celebrate Halloween, but uh, the United States of America has a particular fascination with this demonic and witchcraft-based holiday. There are even debates in the church that we should take back the day, we should redeem the day for Jesus, and therefore there are quite a number of churches that celebrate um, what they call alternatives to Halloween. But to my thinking, I don't understand why you would try to take back something that never belonged to you in the first place. The Bible says that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And so God has never really told his church that he's hard up for holidays, special days. God has quite a number of special days and feast days that he's given his people to celebrate. Uh, we all have birthdays on top of that, so everybody gets a special day. So I don't know what the fascination is with the modern church and with the United States, the American church in particular, to keep this feast. It's witchcraft feast, it's demonic, and it's based in pagan roots. And as the Lord has already revealed in the prophecy on the website, you can also find that prophecy right here on the YouTube channel is called Blood to Drink. As God has already revealed, it's a little bit more than the innocuous holiday for playing dress up that children and adults like to indulge their self, themselves in. It's actually a holiday that is drenched in blood. And unknown to many American evangelicals, there's a whole society and there's a whole sect in the United States that takes the practice 
of Halloween very seriously. And this is, I guess, the section that is involved in human trafficking, the section that is involved in Satanism, occultism, and outright, outright witchcraft. So because this is such a dangerous holiday, America pays a much heavier price for this holiday, for celebrating this holiday than she's even aware of. Everybody's getting dressed up and putting on their Casper the Friendly Ghost costume and what have you. But all across America, as the Lord revealed in a vision that you can find um, in the video and in the prophecy entitled Blood to Drink on the mastersvoice.com, there is a high mass of human sacrifice that takes place in this nation. Men, women, and children are hunted down. They're tracked down. They're snatched. In the vision, I saw the map of the United States presented to me. So the map was presented to me. And then I saw altars, A-L-T-A-R-S. Altars are a place where blood is shed. Altars are a place where invocations to deities that are not the Lord Jesus Christ takes place. Altars are a place where death occurs. Even in the Bible, God's holy altar in the temple was a place where there was lots of slaughtering of bulls, goats, um, cows, heifers, and many other animals. And there was a lot of blood involved. And whenever you see an altar, this is exactly what's going to happen. So I saw the map presented to me and I saw many altars scattered all over the map. And the places that had the most altar, interestingly, were along the west coast and also along the eastern seaboard, just up at the New York side, um, where you would say the tri-state area. There were, there were many clusters of altars there and along the lower side of the United States. So around that California area, lots of altars there. But what I said and what I saw is that there wasn't a single state that did not have at least one altar. And this is not to say that a state only had one altar. No, they all had multiple altars. And these altars appeared like red brick ovens. They also appeared, interestingly enough, as phone booths. And as I saw these phone booths, they were all vibrating. They were all ringing, ring, ring, ring. And the call that they were making was give us blood, give us blood to drink. And then I saw people spread out all over the United States. I saw people spread out and they went looking for sacrifices to give these altars. They went looking for males, females, and children, especially children. And I saw children just being, so the motion was just like snatch, right? There, there wasn't anything more than that. It was just like a child in a, a buggy snatch or a woman off the street snatch or a man at the ATM snatch. I just saw people being snatched like that. And then they were hurried off. And then in the next quick clip, their clothes were taken off and in the next quick clip they were being tortured either they were being bled out or they were being um sexually assaulted and sexually molested and then in the last clip then they were killed and then they they were offered as the sacrifice or their blood was offered as the sacrifice and the lord revealed that this is what takes place in the united states in a frenzy every year 
while she interests herself with Halloween. I have no interest in that holiday and I, and I made that very clear in my blood to drink video. So the Lord gave me this prophecy just the day before Halloween, October 30th, 2020, and he makes a mention to it. So let's go into the prophecy. The harvest is past, the summer is over, and we are not saved. So this prophecy covers many different themes and I will try to do each one of them justice. So this is what the Lord says. God says, you trusted your leaders. They told you disease would be contained in the summer and you believed them. Yet you fall from sickness now more than ever. How can this be, you say? You are under a false flag attack, the greatest one in history. Scarcely has there been a con so brave, so audacious, and so daring as to bring the nation of America to her knees. Scarcely would they have dared to try it in times past but a con to trick the whole world, a con to trap every nation, to drag them into a snare and a net and feed them to eaters of flesh and drinkers of blood. Aren't you the delicacy now, America? Aren't you about to feel the sharpness of witch's teeth? So the sickness that the Lord is referring to here in this first paragraph of the prophecy is none other than COVID-19, the coronavirus pandemic that we currently find holding not only America in the grip of sickness, but also the entire world. Here the Lord says that it's a con. He calls it a con that's brave and daring a con that is big enough to trap all the nations of the world in a net and drag them into a snare. What is a snare? A snare is a trap. A snare is, I, I made the distinction once, even though a snare is qualified as a trap, it qualifies as a trap, a snare is a particular type of trap. It's something that's hidden very cleverly so that you will never see it. It's a meticulous trap that is laid by someone who has a lot of time to invest in it. And the thing about snares is that they're dangerous. Once they hold you, it is almost impossible to get back. So the Lord says, they have brought out a sword after you. They have recited spells and celebrated mass. And soon you will see much more than the barrenness of this festival upon you. Speaking of Halloween, you will see conquerors standing in the gates, mighty and glorious in armor that you don't have. You will see conquerors boots covering every square inch of the United States. Haven't you spent much time talking about China's population? Indeed, you are about to meet them all in person. So here the Lord is saying that the dangers that this nation experiences because she partakes in pagan festivals, festivals that celebrate the dead, festivals that celebrate other gods, the Lord is always bringing a charge, an indictment, an accusation of idolatry against the United States. Many people would argue and say, absolutely not. This is a Christian nation. This is a nation that loves the Lord Jesus Christ. We, we do not do anything that's unrighteous. We do not do anything that's unholy. This nation was 
founded on the principles of holiness and belief in the Lord Jesus Christ. But here is the Lord Jesus Christ saying that this nation is vastly unfaithful to him. He says that this nation constantly runs after other gods, that she constantly satiates herself and bows herself down to things that are not God. God is the only God. The Lord Jehovah is the only God. But America constantly bows herself down to human icons. She constantly bows herself down to political leaders. She constantly bows herself down to superstars. She constantly bows herself down to trends. She constantly bows herself down to, fat, to fads. She bows herself down to any passing thing that captivates the mind of the people and puts them into a frenzy and everybody suddenly got to have it. Everybody suddenly have to got to be involved. They suddenly need to do it. And so you find these winds constantly sweeping over the nation like fevers, constantly sweeping over the nation. And so God is saying that because of this unfaithfulness, after the normal, regular, and repetitive punishments that the United States will suffer for things like Halloween, there will come conquering of the nation. Foreign invaders will come and their boots will cover every square inch of the ground. And here God mentions China. There's a whole series of videos on invasion in the future by Russia and China. And you can find that on the blog. I've actually tried to make playlists now on YouTube so there's a Russia and China series that you can go and catch up if you haven't seen those videos. Thus says the Lord God of hosts, for three slights and for four wounds. It means that for three and four punishing things that the nation, the accused, America, has done to God. One, you have judged me and you have found me unfaithful and you have exchanged me for other gods. I just mentioned that. Two, because you love perversion, it's ingrained in you. You're naked and fornicating on every high hill and in every bedroom. Even the foreheads of your children are like brass and they have fallen to idolatry, worshiping their cell phones. They're ignorant of my ways, rebellious and hard-hearted. Thus says the Lord, it is your own children who will surrender you to the beast. When their skin is on the line and their love has grown cold, through the new doctrines that will be taught to them, they will be taught that obedience to the state is how glory is won. So God says that when your children are in danger or the love of God that you should have been teaching them to nurture in their hearts has grown cold and they've also fallen prey to the new wave of indoctrination that will come to the United States that will be particularly targeted at the young re-education in a way and those of you who are students of history will know that Hitler had this program running gloriously in Nazi Germany teaching the young children from from very small ages all the way up to the teens and even young men and women all the beliefs the principles and the 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 belief systems of the Third Reich so there was a re-education program that went into Nazi Germany to turn the hearts of the people to believe in the tenets of what Hitler believed in and what the Third Reich Party was founded on. And the Lord says that that exact type of indoctrination and re-education will take place here in the United States. 
And that will have the effect of completely ripping human compassion, human love, and even love for family and love for parents out of the hearts of young people. And then he says that because of this, they will expose you to torment by revealing who you are to me. They will reveal that you are Christians and that they are not, and they will hand you over to the state. Your cries and your wails will pale in comparison from any pain and torture that you can suffer from the state. It will hurt far less than the sting of betrayal by your very own. So here God is painting a very disturbing picture of young people in the future who will somehow be convinced by the United States government through some kind of re-education program or some kind of widespread indoctrination program that it is better to listen to the state because the state has a better vision for your life and your future than your mother and your father, especially if that mother and father happen to be Christians. So God is saying that children will hand their parents over to the state and will even expose that this parent is a Christian. And this is definitely talking about a time that is to come, a time that many Christians for some reason choose to live ignorant of and act as if it will never come, act as if the rapture is going to come and snatch us and we won't be here. I've said it so many times before, Brothers and sisters, you really need to pay attention to Matthew 24. You need to read Revelation 6. You need to read the book of Daniel. And you need to play, pay closer attention to what the scriptures say and not the doctrines floating around that you may have bought into or believed. I'm not saying that there is not a rescue coming from the Lord. I'm saying that it is crucial to understand the timing of that rescue because that will help you adjust your expectations of what you expect Jesus to do in the end times. The Lord has said to me many times that people will become enraged and disappointed when he does not do what they expect him to do when they expect him to do it. That is so crucial to understand. If you are waiting for something and that something is surely promised that it will come, but you and the giver of that something have two different views about when that thing will be delivered, I can guarantee you that someone is going to be upset. I can guarantee you that someone is going to be disappointed. And when you're upset and disappointed at a very critical time, like the beast time, the atrocities that will be done against believers. I think brothers and sisters that you can see where the door can be open for many people to fall away in the faith. Because if you are angry and bitter that Jesus did not snatch you up to the sky or whatever it is that you were expecting at the time you were expecting it, it will be very easy for you to turn your back on the Lord and walk away. Here's the third reason. Because you have hated me and you have hated my perfect design in life, even now your leaders grow dog-like humanity in labs. They are digging into ancient books to see how to blend man with dog, man with wolf, and man with other beasts. Soon what you see on TV screens will be on your streets. There are genetic anomalies among you some of you are not human. You are not people as the word and the term defines it. Some only look that way, 
but look under the hood and you will see a genetic lab rat that was cooked up by entities, so these are not people, and also by humans that are so wicked that it would give you breakdown. It would cause you emotional breakdown to actually see them in action. If you were actually to hear what they say about you and the horrible vision that they paint for your future, you would have breakdown. Very soon, you will get to experience the utopia that these ones seek to create, where your free will is canceled, nullified, and man and beast dwell side by side. Side by side, inside the same creature. Man with the heart of a beast. Man who can change. Man who is controlled by other factors rather than the soul I gave him. This is disturbing. And I know that there are some for whom this will be absolutely new territory. I know that there are not a lot of believers who have this kind of content on their blog. But at the same time, I know that God is showing these things to more than one person. The only difference is, will people want to speak of these things in public? And I have to assure you that it takes a certain kind of chutzpah to do so. Not everybody will want to say these kinds of things live on camera. But I'm here and I'm saying that God is alleging. And he is not wrong because the TV shows and the movies are not the work of excitable imaginations. And they're not just random things that smart people in the movie industry are thinking up to keep us entertained here in the United States. The Lord is saying that the leaders of this nation are complicit in growing and working on human-animal genetic experiments. And I would say to you that would huff and puff and say, this is ridiculous. I would say to you that you live in a nation where the people who make your food are not compelled by law to let you know if your food is genetically modified or not. So because of the desire to sell tomatoes all year round, they're splicing the tomatoes with DNA from salmon because the salmon swim in very icy waters out there in Alaska and up there in the Arctic. And they realize that if the salmon can swim in icy water and not freeze and not die, then that means that the salmon have DNA that enabled them to withstand the cold. So they're isolating that gene in fish and then threading it and mixing it with the gene of the tomato so that they can grow the tomato crop all the year round. They're doing this to food, and yet the laws of this country do not compel them to reveal to you if a tomato is a God tomato or a GMO tomato. You just buy it and uh, take your chances, or you shop organic, and there at least you can be assured that it's a real tomato from a real tomato seed and not a Franken tomato. And yet at the same time, you know this about your food, and yet you would choose to believe that there is no technology that can do this with the human genome. Even though the scientific community has finally, I don't know who compelled them or they just finally feel it's time because their plans are moving forward. They finally confessed that they have CRISPR, which is the gene isolating tool, and they're so proud of it. CRISPR, 
which is C-R-S-P and then R, no E. You can look it up. CRISPR has the ability to isolate every single part of the human genome. The part that's responsible for your skin tone, the parts that are responsible for your facial shape, the color of your eyes, the color of your hair, how tall you will grow, even the type of muscle tone that you have. Things that traditionally throughout human history have been the sole purview of our creator. God is the one who determines what you look like. God is the one who determines what your parents look like. But now man has come out and said, we've proudly got this technology. And as they always do, they use peace and safety. We're using this technology to get rid of terrible diseases. We're using this technology to fight genetic predisposition to that sickness and this sickness. As always, imagine a world without sickness. Imagine a world without death. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here in the, on the Master's Voice letting you know, imagine a world where a man grows hair at the full moon and his eyes turn yellow and he goes from having the heart of a man to the heart of a beast. Imagine a man who doesn't even need to wait for the full moon for that to happen, but can switch at the drop of a hat based on whatever mechanism his creators have placed in him to trigger him. Imagine weaponized people, animals, or imagine some kind of disease or some kind of pathogen released into society that will have the effect on the human body that the Lord is describing here. Lab work that changes humanity. Man and beast, he says, dwelling side by side. So that means some of us people, some of us not people in the society. And then the Lord goes one step further and says, dwelling side by side in the same body. There's a prophecy on the blog recently put, can't remember the name, but in that prophecy, I, it was, it's the blood to drink prophecy. Again, in that prophecy, God showed me that when the bitter cup comes to America, which will not be a physical cup, when the bitter cup comes to America, it had the effect of changing the population. So I saw the bitter cup was forced on a man and forced on different members of the population because the bitter cup is just a bitter judgment and punishment for sin. I saw that these people had to drink the bitter cup and when they did, they became feral. They became dog-like, wolf-like, animal-like. They became extremely fast brothers and sisters. They became extremely strong. I saw these people were able to uh, smash cars and break the glass with a strike or leave big dents in the hood of the cars. I saw that they were, um, they could jump they could jump very high. They could run very fast and they were very strong. Some of them were tearing their clothes and some of them were going, ah, while they were in the process of changing. And I felt very real fear in that vision. I felt serious fear because I thought, what is it going to be like? What will the cost be like to dwell in normal human society with this type of person? And so that was very scary to see. And God says that these people will not be controlled by the human soul. So he goes on to say that, do you know that I wrote a book? It's a living book inside you. It's called your DNA. That book tells the story of all your flesh and all your ancestors. 
but that book can be accessed by software now. Soon every one of you will face the terror of knowing your genetic material is out there somewhere being used in lab tests, which you willingly gave at the hospital, being used to experiment on goats, cows, pigs, and dogs to see what they give birth to. Your faces will look back at you, but it won't be your face. Thus says the Lord, the terrors of the future are many indeed. Prepare yourselves. And again, I say to those who don't believe it, there are two prophecies on the master's voice. One is called redacted information revealed. And I think the second one is redacted information part two. So if you go and use the search box, you'll see those two prophecies. And the Lord in that prophecy revealed things to me that honestly, I, I just didn't know. I just didn't know. He was revealing age old FBI and CIA experiments, horrible, horrible things that were done to people. Electroshock therapy, castrating males. Men were castrated and then they were just left with that hole to see how long it would take until they bled to death. People were electrocuted, water was thrown on them, and then something like a spark plug was dropped. And then obviously you don't need me to explain what happened to the person. And one of the things that the Lord mentioned is that human animal hybridizing experiments have been going on in the United States for years, at least 50 years, because he said that the redacted information that would be released is information from a long time ago, 50s, 60s, and we're in 2020 now. So that easily makes that information 60 to 70 years old. So you might want to go and look at those prophecies if you're having a hard time believing what I'm sharing here. The fourth abomination was not revealed to me. So the Lord says, for three abominations and for four, I will not relent, so be it. So I said that these are very heavy prophecies, very heavy pronouncements, and we need to take them to the Lord in prayer. Um, when God first told me this years ago, I've shared here that God was sharing to me about creatures that will come to earth in the end times. If you, if you visit the Master's Voice, you have to understand that it's... It's not going to be handling one topic. Um, I've tried my best to organize it by theme, but really whatever it is that the Lord says to me and tells me to make it public, I make it public. And so you will find it covering a wide range of things. And one of those things is even the undead. I know that people are fascinated uh, with this. It's been about three or four years now, maybe even five, this trend of the undead, zombies in the movies, zombies in in paraphernalia, zombies, and the stuff that's sold in the stores, t-shirts, merchandising, vampire teeth. There's just been this surge, I would say maybe even since 2010, of fascination with the undead, the undead coming back to life, the undead marrying Bella in the, in the Twilight series, um, men who are not men but part wolf, 
men who are part vampire and they make them handsome and they make them sparkly and they choose the hottest actors and actresses to make sure that the population is enamored of these shows. And now, if you pay attention in the last two years, who are the queens of the screen? Witches and mermaids. And America just gobbles all this up. You see, this is her viewing pleasure. You can tell the palate of a nation by what she watches on TV. And one thing that I've noticed is that whenever this series about Satan drops, Lucifer, within seconds, it's the top trending release in the entire continental United States. Netflix never goes wrong. Whenever it drops that, you cannot watch anything else on Netflix. It's splattered all over the space. Um, that, that Lucifer is, is number one again in the country. And I just want you to imagine the Heavenly Father, Father seated where he's seated, looking down at this nation and watching the manifestation, watching the insides of her come out. Fascination with the undead, brothers and sisters. The Lord has said that whatever it is that America thinks she is using to provoke him, she will receive it back in double and triple doses. I have seen these things in visions. I have seen them in dreams. Years and years and years where I did not understand what I was looking at, I don't watch such movies. I'm not interested in them. And I just used to question, what is, what is, is it me? Why do I keep seeing them? They're fast. They're deadly. If you visit the blog, there are dreams on them. And all I can do is give a word of caution. Because you know something, brothers and sisters, even if you are a Christian and even if you are born again, bear in mind you live on this earth. There is no other earth for you to go to. You are sharing space with multitudes of people who don't believe in Jesus Christ. You are sharing space with multitudes of people who have absolutely no interest in him, his word, his truth, his spirit, nothing. And in other words, you are sharing space with multitudes of people who will be at the highest risk to be affected by these things when they happen. And in that day, you and I will be the minority among them, the majority. So please take it to heart when you share the gospel with people. Have a multifaceted approach in your mind. Your survival depends on it just as much as theirs does. Thank you for being with me. This is the end of the prophecy. The summer is past. You can find it on the blog. All the links will be below. God bless you and take care.